Three barriers to love. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Rumi. Most of the times I've fallen in love, it's been like walking headfirst into a telephone pole while texting on the phone. The more that happens, the more defensive you get. Your growing wisdom can be turned into cynicism and defense mechanisms. This Rumi quote is a real game changer for me. No doubt the most challenging times in life are when you have no love, can't give or receive any. So what's in the way? What are the barriers to love? Fear. Alan Watts said that love is an act of surrender to another person, and surrender is scary. What are they going to do with you? Will you be fed, clothed? Are you a POW now in the prison camp of love? In a relationship, I'm always afraid of repeating past mistakes. Betrayal, making promises I can't keep, letting someone down. I can definitely come to focus on the negatives. But love can't exist in absolute control. Love takes place in the voluntary giving up of control. So what happens if you don't surrender? We all know about those human beings with their flaws, fears, failures and imperfections. Maybe you should just run away. Every time you encounter this opportunity for real love, pull up the shutters and move on. Life has a way of conspiring to make us face our fears. Not in a mystical way, but the reason you return to the well to drink, the drive to get back into a relationship, is to get underneath that armour you've crafted that keeps other people out. Each relationship will be the same afterwards until you learn how to trust and surrender yourself. So how do we get over the barrier of fear? If there was a good answer to that, I wouldn't need to write articles anymore. We could just administer some sort of pill or maybe a series of inspirational YouTube videos and we'd all be perfect. The fear is built into your vulnerability and in some sense is a precondition for courage. Without fear, you wouldn't need courage to overcome it. This is why the best bit of the romantic movie, when the protagonist has stood up to his judgmental family and rushed off to the airport to confess his true love, is always the most fraught. Love is always a risky but rewarding business. Number two, addictions. Addiction is like love crammed into a bazooka and fired right into your brain. Like having love on an IV drip. It's a way of trying to make the positive emotion of love permanent without the dangerous flip side. Addiction is always about soothing anxiety, removing pain, a behaviour that at one time served the purpose of taking away pain like a lover's hug, but has long overstayed its due and turned into an anaconda draining the life from you. How do you overcome the barrier of addiction? The best way I've found is to replace the behaviour with something else. Instead of drinking beer, run till you have no sweat left, and glad of reality exhausted, dehydrated, a cup of water is the greatest thing the world can offer. You're ready for love. The other option is to put consequences in place for your actions. The addictive nature of adolescence weans in later years because of responsibilities. You can't go and get pissed for three days because this would ruin your life now. Setting up your life properly can add checks and balances to your addictive behaviour that might act as distractions and boundaries to attending and giving love. Obviously there are degrees to addiction. But I've heard many thinkers pinpoint the root of all addiction as a lack of connection, love, and experiences of excessive pain in childhood. Addiction and love are intimately connected. Number three, greed. Greed is a never-ending treadmill of desire. We all have that green bug in us that wants one tasty meal after another. It is a part of our nature and has a positive aspect in the intense passion 
for justice, for love, for truth. Wanting something very intensely is an essential part of outstanding achievement. The problem with greed isn't wanting, it's what you want. Greed is about wanting things that can never happen. Unachievable and mad dreams that distort the fabric of reality. Immortality, moral purity and never experiencing pain or suffering. Greed is desire that flouts the laws of nature. What often underlies greed is the reality that love is fleeting. A wounded mindset that one must pursue every avenue for adoration and bank it. More followers on social media, more attention, more importance. These aren't bad things in themselves, but they are byproducts of the pursuit of a larger goal, and not the goal itself. Even happiness, that greatest of things, can be a dancing away from the edging waters of sadness back onto the beach for a cocktail or two. Greed is to be possessed by a dream that makes you a slave to a vision. That is why we are all greedy, because we all desire more than we have. How is greed a barrier to love? Greed stops you from appreciating what you have, much like fear. Greed tempts you into the future. The conditional tense of fantasy, what could be. The dream is always better than the facts. Gratitude is the opposite of greed, and the sad fact is we often have to lose everything before we can appreciate what we have. So the goal isn't to find love out there in the world, but to remove the obstacles that stop you from love. I've been feeling pretty loveless lately. More obstacles in my heart than the hurdles in the Grand National. But seeing past anxieties, desires, defense mechanisms has shown light at the end of the tunnel. My favorite definition of love, the one which I feel inspires the proper reverence for its meaning, comes from Leonard Cohen. Well, baby, I've been here before. I've seen this room and I've walked this floor. I used to live alone before I knew you. And I've seen your flag on the marble arch. And love is not a victory march. It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah. Love is not a victory march. It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah. Love is an expression that being is good and worth praising, worth loving, even when you've walked into a couple of telephone poles along the way.